You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Mission Log Live is brought to you by Eagle Moss Hero Collector and their collection of exclusive Star Trek visual reference books and other great titles and gifts waiting for you at herocollector.com slash books. Use promo code MISSION10 at checkout for 10% off all books and graphic novels. It's time to gather around the warm glow of your LED screen of choice. Pour yourself a glass of Saurian brandy. I said, John, give me the brandy. <laughs> and talk Star Trek with your pals. It's 7 p.m. on a Monday night, and it's Mission Log Live. I'm Norman Lau. And I'm John Champion. Hey, it's us, your Star Trek pals, talking with you, our Star Trek pals, about all manner of things, though frequently about Star Trek and the morals, meanings, messages contained therein. Sometimes, though, we like to talk about how the Star Trek sausage gets made, and that's when we bring on a special guest like we have tonight. Sausage. Well, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> so tonight's guest, who will give us a glimpse at how Star Trek comes together, is Julianne Grossman. You may not know her face at first, but you'll definitely know her voice when she says something like, Black Alert. Julianne is the voice of the computer on Star Trek Discovery, and we're going to get a lesson tonight. I'm still thinking about sausage. I'm sorry. I, I know, I know. It's okay. All right. Strike that. Rewind that. Julianne is the voice of the computer on the USS Discovery, and we're going to get a lesson tonight in voiceover work, plus we'll talk about joining the Trek family fandom and more. All right, so call us now if you want to chat with us and Julianne. You know what to do. You click on the Zoom meeting link, or you use the one tap from your smartphone, or you call us the old-fashioned way, 669-900-6833. Whatever you do, enter the meeting code and the password, then Earl will connect you with us. Norman, right before we went on the air tonight, we were looking in the chat and I was very pleased. Oh, wait a minute. As if I you say, say it, his name, he no, will appear. The third Paul appeared. So hello to Paul Wright, Paul Troutwine. And where is he? Oh, wait, wait. He was just there. Oh, Paul Harvath. There he is. Paul Harvath. And Paul says, hello, you Trekophiles. Uh, so hello to you. Hello to Scott Palm. Hello to Carlos. Hello to everybody who is watching. It's a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, oh, Carlos says he's making hot dogs. I hope you brought enough to share. We're talking about sausages, Carlos, not hot dogs. All right. Well, we get with I, a program. Yeah. Is it one of those things where, yeah, all hot dogs are sausages, but not all not sausages, all sausages are, hot, are dogs. hot dogs? Not all sausages are hot dogs, no. That, that's how logic works. And then there's John Arminio and, uh, let's see, Bruce, and uh, welcome to everybody. Welcome. Arminio. So, Arminio. And Carlos saying hello yes. to John and Norman and Earl. <laughs> Great to have you there, and we hope that you will uh, call us and meet our guest, and we will all talk trek this evening but before we get there uh let us catch up a little bit on what's happening in mission log world so next week on mission log live there is no mission log live we'll take a little bit of a break because norman we have been at it think about this there mm -hmm. was uh 10 weeks of lower decks yep. there was 13 weeks of discovery mm -hmm. we had wrap up we had interviews we had everything happening in between so that has been a lot of back-to-back Mission Log Live, back-to-back -back Trek discussion. You need a break. I need a break. Poor Earl needs a break. So, yeah. And that's okay. You know what? You can always go back and watch it on YouTube and do the whole rewind thing and watch some of our 
uh, earlier gaffes and some of our fun with our other hosts like Holly and yep. uh, Ashley and Reka. So yeah, exactly. Enjoy so, that. So do that. We'll make an announcement when we come back and we'll, we'll come back with, well, we're cooking up all kinds of things. Speaking of cooking, Narda says sausages and mashed potatoes, or as we say here in Australia, bangers and mash. Thank you. Oh, Narda. yeah. Now mm-hmm. I'm hungry. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this week on Mission Log, DS9, Sons and Daughters, I, I, I'm just going to say, uh, Norman, you and I, I, I think we took Worf to task in this. And I yes. know that there are people who will listen to that episode and they will just be ready to send all that just passionate opinions, Norman at Roddenberry.com. That, that's where you send that email. That's right. Make sure that you spell Norm, J-O-H-N, at Roddenberry.com <laughs> right. for all of those emails. Exactly. Norman at Roddenberry.com. Yes, uh, so that's coming up on this week's Mission Log. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind everybody to check out Sci-Fi 5. Uh, I'm sorry, Sci-Fi 5 podcast. That is at podcast.roddenberry.com. Um, look, and that is where you will hear the golden voice of our tech director, Earl Green. So that is a show that you need in your life, along with other rotating co-hosts, and it is just a fabulous, fun show. Today, did you know this, Earl? I don't know if you caught today's episode. Today is the day that Jules Verne was born in 1828. I didn't even think about it. He started writing science fiction before there was a phrase, science fiction. That was not even a thing, and there he was writing science fiction. He created it. John, here's a little bit of trivia that I dug up on Jules Verne. I heard that, you know, when uh, his mother was pregnant with him, she took a trip around the world in, I don't know, like 70-something days <laughs> right before she gave birth. You're, you're so close. You're so yeah. close. Yeah. Around it's, the world in 82. No, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. No, not quite. 85 days. No. <laughs> By the way, uh, looking in the chat again, uh, Tracy, uh, Lieutenant J, always glad to see Lieutenant J back. Casey Shasky. Casey, I saw your comment on Twitter. I'm going to mention that here in just a moment. That is a perfect segue, a professional segue to our poll question. Norman, if you can catch us up from uh, last week's poll. Then we will discuss our question from this week. Thank you. I'm going to segue from your segue. So we're talking about which pre uh, <laughs> which pre TOS character do you want to see in Strange New Worlds? Because uh, w- when we're talking about this last show, one of the things that we feel that the new Star Trek series has to balance is too much fan service. Are these characters credible when they appear? Are we paying too much attention uh, to the homage of TOS? But there mm-hmm. are some significant characters that we did want to see in some capacity or another. So. At number one, coming in as James Tiberius Kirk, a rousing 14%. I'm not sure okay. if he'd really you know, be excited about that. Only sure. followed to be, to be followed by Gary Mitchell at only 13%. Hmm. So okay. uh, we'll yep. have to wait for that fight scene much later on, right. you know, on past the Great Barrier. So here's where it gets really interesting, though. We have Dr. Boyce coming in at number three at 33%. But the one character I think that's actually was really interesting here and leading by a 40% uh, boat, boat total here is T'Pol. T'Pol being a character from Enterprise, yeah. but who we know should have been T'Pol until we got to the Vulcan trilogy in Enterprise in season four. But Jolene Blaylock coming back as T'Pol, we hope. Right. Right. So look, I would be happy with either Dr. Boyce or T'Pol or honestly... Both. It's a big universe. 
There's room to put them both in there. And maybe I'm a bad Star Trek fan, but I'm, I'm not excited even at the prospect of, uh, of a James T. Kirk coming into Strange New Worlds. I'm just not. I feel like we've done that story. We've seen that character. Love watching Kirk in the Kirk-centric stories that have already been told, but I want this to be Pike's story. I want to see all the interactions with all the characters that was uh, that, that were a part of his crew. So give me Dr. Boyce, and then if you can slip in a, a T'Pol cameo there, all for it. You know what, John, though, if we mm-hmm. actually get a character by the name of Ben Finney, who's a little bit more of a recurring character, we might see that scene from Court Martial oh, with what happened to Ben Finney. Maybe, maybe. Hey, uh, this week we asked you in honor of our special guest, we asked you, what is the most worrisome Star Trek computer? <laughs> what is the Star Trek computer that keeps you up at night in a cold sweat? Well, number one, Landrew, 26%. Number two, the M5 computer at 13%. Coming in uh, strong with a 35% is Control, the uh, AI run amok in uh, season two of Discovery. And then at 26%, Nomad. Now, my favorite part of this, and by by the way, yeah, I I think Control is uh, pretty terrifying, although I think that Landrew... You know, a computer that thinks that it's a god that can run a society. I I think that one I'm worried about. But if you can talk it to death like Kirk does, then I guess you'll be okay. You just have to know to do that. My favorite part of this, Norman, we got some great write-ins. V'ger. And there is a certain innocence to V'ger, though. V'ger very powerful, but as Spock said, V'ger is a child. The holodeck. Treating the holodeck as a computer on the Enterprise, definitely dangerous. If it can cook up a thing like Moriarty, watch out. I think my favorite, though, somebody said data. Yes. Yeah, because (laughs) data, data is innocent. He's your friend. He's nice. But then watch out. uh, A loose screw one day, and he takes over the Enterprise, locks you out, and who knows what will happen. You know, that's dangerous. And then Casey, Casey Shasky, because he's clever, wrote in mm-hmm. Commodore 64. Yeah. And I love that. You know, I, what, the thing is, is that the Commodore 64, you know, in that universe, in the TOS universe, he's a progenitor for the Badmiral 64. And I think that that's very fascinating. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's fascinating I, to me. I knew that was coming. I just knew it. You knew it. You knew <laughs> yeah. it was coming. Hey, that's Casey's uh, fault. Blame Casey. I will. Casey, I always blame you. Uh, now, we have a few callers standing by. Thank you. We will get to you very shortly. But we have to introduce our special guest. We are absolutely thrilled to bring on Julianne Grossman, who has done many voices for Spaceballs, the animated series, plus video games like Star Wars, The Old Republic. But you, yes, you know her as the voice of the USS Discovery computer. But guess what? She's a human. She's not just a computer. And here she is with us now, Julianne Grossman. Welcome to Mission Long Wow, what an introduction. And I and I have to say, A, I'm really glad I didn't make it onto the most worrisome computer list. Um, <laughs> yes. Because, yes. you know, that, that would have been a shame. And secondly, um, I, I've been trying to come up with a good sausage joke, but um, oh, but, all, hey. but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all, all I want to say is that um, to, to anybody who was expecting me on one of our last episodes, I was getting sausage pizza. Um, <laughs> I I just I had to make that pizza. No, I I'm very very sorry for not uh, being able to appear on the last uh, 
too, but I'm so happy to be here now. And I also learned that I'm competing with Earl. He's like my voiceover competition here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ur Earl is <laughs> magic. Absolutely. And I, I'm thinking, you know, when there's another uh, ship computer that's introduced into the, you know, the discovery world or a strange new worlds or whatever the next strike, it should probably be Earl and everybody who's within the sound of our voices right now. I, I nominate Earl. I think we should have a letter writing campaign to get <laughs> Earl made into one of the computer voices. Let's I, talk to I, the Trimbles about that. They can make that happen. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If only, Norman, if only we knew somebody connected to the production of Star Trek. If only. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that, we could make that. that might be. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll look around. We'll go through the Rolodex and yeah. uh, see if we can make it happen. Scott saying hello to you, Julianne. Uh, Rand, Rand says it's hard to make a good sausage joke without going blue. Yes, we are a family yes, show, Rand. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. We are a family Earl, get, show. That's right. Get ready with a flag, Earl. Get ready with the strike on. Uh... <laughs> right. Uh, but, Julianne, welcome. And yes, we, we had uh, uh, plenty to have you on before but life happens and we're so glad that you're here with us now i know that there are people who are so excited and i remember reading there, was there is a, one person out there i know there, at least so one excited. Just there is one a non-zero non number a non-zero <laughs> right. number of right. mission log listeners who are excited about you mm -hmm. being here and one you may even remember you mentioned this to me one said um I got chills up my spine when Julianne at the convention, I think it was Vegas, correct me if I'm wrong, yes, yes. came up behind me and said, black alert in my ear. Do you know who that was? And I, what I, the... I do. I do remember okay. who that was. Um, I, I had so many incredible experiences at STLV. Mm -hmm. um, um, one of them, one, one, one uh, uh, a guy came up to me and he said, did you know that you're, that you're on Alexa, you're an Alexa prompt. Like, and I said, what, what? I said, what's Alexa? You know, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> As and, everyone's Alexas go off right now. Yeah, they exactly, did. Yeah. exactly, exactly. And he said, watch this. And he, and he, you know, he did, and he said, black alert. And the thing came back on his cell phone, black alert. And, and everybody said, listen, can I, you want me to do it again, John? You oh, wait, but, yes, but please. Was that was awesome. You want me to rewind that? You want okay. me to rewind all right, go that? Ahead. All right, a moment of silence, everybody. Okay, are you ready for, are you ready for ready. how incredibly talented I am? I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. Black alert. Oh, my, oh my God. Stop. The talent involved. I'm done. I'm, it's I'm walking crazy. Out. I'm going to leave the show. There's nothing left for me to do. <laughs> I was like, with show. no filters and no post-production. That was amazing. Yep. No filters and no post-production. Yeah, it's right there. Black alert. Um, oh, but, my God. But, oh, stop it. Stop it. But, but, I'm going to have to no, or something. <laughs> I'll join you on that. And there you go. <laughs> um, but I, that's how I, I met the cast because I'd never, I had never met them. You know, when I did Star Trek Las Vegas, I, 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 I'm only in post-production, so I never met Anson Mount or Sonequa, or I never had met anybody. And sure. so at the convention, I snuck up, I said, I need your, they had no idea who I was. I said to Doug Jones, mm -hmm. I, I just need your ear. And, you know, there's a line down the, and I just ran up, I said, 
I just need your ear real quick. And he looked at me like I was completely insane. Of course. And I got into his ear because it's yeah. loud. It's loud. Right, right, right. And I just said, black alert. And he went, and it- oh, my God. And, that, and we got pictures. You know, we have pictures. And it's in the, the Star Trek magazine of oh. last month's issue of the pictures of the cast just going, you know, like this. It was, it was really a cool way to meet them. That is too much fun. And that's something that I want to get into. I do want to talk about um, process and, and how this comes together. Because as you just pointed out, you would have had no reason to meet any of the cast. You're doing your thing on your own. Um, so I, I absolutely want to talk about that. However, before we get to that, I do want to welcome one of our first callers here. Okay. And that would be Chris, who is standing by. Chris, welcome to the show. How's it going tonight? Doing good, doing good. Good to see both of you. Good hey, to see Chris. you, Julianne. I briefly met you at Vegas, 19 or 18. I don't remember which, um, but good to see you again. Um, always a pleasure. What's yeah, your I'm name? I'm Chris. Chris. You, I might, I had a t- one of the disco t-shirts, and I had it signed by all the cast, and I, have, I got you on there as well. Okay, um, okay. Did yeah. I, I met you in Vegas. Yes, yeah. I was either 19 or 18. I can't remember which, but yes. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, hi. Yeah, that is um, so cool. Yeah, I'll, one of these days I'll bring out the shirt for one of the one of these live shows because Norm, you haven't seen the shirt. Um, Only if you bring the headgear. You have to bring the headgear. <laughs> okay, with the shirt. All right, all right. I think we can we can make a deal there. All right. Um, I'm it. curious, Julianne. You sort of share the computer voice with Annabelle Wallace, who does the robots in the Sphere data, and I'm curious if you've ever met her or interacted with her. And I'm just curious because you you both kind of, you're the computer, but then the sphere data has its own kind of personality. Yes. Well, being being that I'm an only child, I don't like sharing the stage, but, and I've never met Annabelle Wallace. I'm sure she's a lovely person. Um, but, but watch um, out. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but talking about your earlier most worrisome computers, uh, if the writers can write in, you know, that I take control. But no, right, I, right. I have not met her. Um, I, um, she, she, you know, she sort of, uh, you know, took over the, the, the mantle for a moment and became her own, you know, character. Um, but there's, there's no interaction, um, unfortunately between us and, um, and I, um, I, 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 I was just as surprised as, as anybody, you know, when I saw it and, and started hearing her, I, I didn't, I didn't know. And I, you know, um, but yeah, I, we, we don't, we have no interaction. Crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, let me ask you about that. So since you have no interaction with anybody and you are <laughs> yours. Any, I have no interaction ever during in, quarantine with anybody. Life. Yes. Right, my right. husband's in the other room. Just absolutely. <laughs> and there he will stay. Um, <laughs> uh, but so you described your job as essentially a part of post-production. Yeah. So you're, and let me ask you this. Are you even getting a whole script? You want to see what I get? I would love to. You want to? Because I keep them. I keep them. Okay. I keep them. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'll show you. This is what I get. 
Oh, this is great. I get, this it's is mission great. log exclusive. I, I keep mm-hmm. them. This is what I get. I get a piece of paper that looks like this. It's pretty high tech. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It looks like this. And my line, CBS owns my voice. I'm not allowed to use my, I swear to God, people say, can you be on my voicemail? Can you do black? Uh, I say, I can't. uh CBS owns that voice. There's like a little part of me. And every time I take a sip of water, CBS gets a portion of that water. Of course. But this just says, warning, outer shield breach. That's that's all. Oh I my god! <laughs> no idea. Oh my god, Norman. I think Norman yeah. just peeled over. Yeah, right. But I, I, this is I how the sausage no- is made. <laughs> We're going blue. We're we going are. Blue. We are. Um, I, I have absolutely zero idea of what is going on. Any situation? I got nothing. I got. I got this. This is what right. I got. Okay, because because my, you know, they were asking me these wonderful people at the convention in one of the panels. um, They were asking me, so so how did you get into the character? How did you build this character? You know, how do you interact? And I said, I I have no interaction. (laughs) Nothing affects me. I mean, you know, I I'm disembodied. So I. But that makes a lot of sense, though, because if you're going to talk, you know, um, dispassionately with that tone as a computer, there's no pretense or there's no context to what you're saying, aside from the lines that you're saying. So um, that must play into the way that you prep for the the lines. In fact, it does. You're you're absolutely this Norman. He's he's kind of sharp. Yes. All right. We're going to keep him around. I, too, am a computer. Yeah, Yeah, you're 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 almost as good as Earl. Um, oh, but, but, <laughs> he's still my mechanical heart. You want to see my robot guts? <laughs> he's still my mechanical heart. No, I, I don't know. I, when I, when I, in the pre COVID days, uh, when I used to go into Warner brothers and record, uh, in front of the, you know, the feature film size screen and a sound room on the lot, sure. I would see, uh, I would, I would see, a couple of frames prior to my line and a couple of frames afterwards. So I would see sort of the hole in which my, my text needs to fit. So that, that timing hole, you know? Um, And so I would have a little semblance of an idea as to what was going on in that very brief couple of seconds long rehearsal. But now that, it's COVID. I record right here in this very room. In fact, some of you can see my little black chihuahua. Yes, who, who's who is sitting, getting noticed in the chat. Yeah, who's, who's getting famous as we right. speak. That's is right. his name Alert? Would that make him Black Alert? <laughs> he's, he's, he's my Mexican black Jewish chihuahua. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, we love so it. So he, he covers all the bases. Yeah. Uh, and uh, God love him. He's 15 and he made it into the Aww. podcast. Um, but yeah, I, no interaction. I just have, I have the lines and now that we're in COVID, I'm just doing everything from home from right, right from this little room. The way you do, by the way, uh, we have a a great comment here in the chat. Glenn says, 
I had mixed emotions when Discovery first aired. I was initially disappointed that Major Barrett's voice wasn't used for the computer since she had recorded an entire library of sounds with her voice to be used in future Trek series. But I've grown to really, all caps, really love Julianne's computer voice. And uh, Glenn, you are not wrong. By the way, that that is true that there was an attempt to record uh, different sounds with Majel before she passed away. Apparently, it is a lot harder to put that together than you would think. And um, hopefully a technology will come along that will make that easier. But I I know that that's something that Rod has talked about before, that they did record with her. Uh, But it's not as easy as just sort of hitting a button and then boom, you've got it. Yes. Um, first of all, thanks, Glenn. That's really lovely. Um, and, uh, when I, you know, I, 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 I did not always watch Star Trek. Um, I, 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 my trajectory in life, I got this job and it's just been a whole new path for me ever since it's opened my eyes into, a whole new world. Um, oh, that, that uh, Earl strike that copyright. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna C and D from Disney. Show goes right, under. Right, right, legal, legal, legal. But if you sang that and said "Strange New Worlds," then that would be fine. Then that would be okay. New world. There we go. That's gonna be on the next CBS uh, commercial. Right, it will. Um, but uh, I, I uh, when I met uh, Trevor Roth and and Rod Roddenberry, which was. Mm-hmm. really amazing uh, to meet them. And they're so warm and, and lovely. Uh, when I met them, they, they told me that, uh, you know, that they were going to use uh, Majel Barrett and that they were going to edit some things together, but they ended up deciding that they were going to go, you know, forge a new path. And, and the way Rod Roddenberry met me is he, he said to me, he held my hands and he said to me, I wanted to meet the woman who took over the mantle of my mom. Oh. And uh, oh. it was it was a really sweet, uh, really sweet moment. I know we're 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 all about, you know, sausage and, and, and other things, but it, it was a it was a really kind moment. And so I it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, not knowing I'm sorry, John, I wanted to jump in there, but not yeah, knowing yeah, track please. the way you said, Julian, you didn't then have the pressure of knowing that Majel was the voice of the computer for 150,000 years. (laughs) And then, so there was really no pressure on you then when you had to submit your work. Well, so here's what's funny, Norman, is that when I got this audition, I had absolutely no idea what it was for. I had no idea. The title of the project was not on it. It was just a computer voice. And I, you know, in my pajamas, okay, I wasn't in my pajamas, but okay, in the, from the comfort of my own, you know, and this was pre-COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I auditioned for it and, uh, and then I, and then I went and I did, I did my first session, um, still not really knowing that I was the voice. I had no idea. I just did my job. I knew it was for Star Trek at that time, but there was nothing ironclad that said that I was the voice. Um, it wasn't until the like the third session that I, that I said to the sound guys, so like 
does this mean, am I? And they were like, oh, yeah, you're the voice of discovery. And I said, really? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it it truly was like that. Amazing. So I had no pressure at all. Wow. Uh, Chris, hey, uh, I just want to bring you back into the conversation here and see if you had any other uh, comments or questions. And then uh, then we'll move to our, our next caller. Uh, yeah, no, this has been really great. Um, you know, just to echo what everyone said, I think, Julianne, you bring a very sort of, like, you bring, you make Discovery its own while still there's still the echoes of Majel, where it's like it's similar, but it's different, and you get that kind of, like, sound continuity, which I like Discovery does a lot. Like, they play the TOS beats at, like, the doors and stuff. Discovery's right. really clever about that. And yeah. so I think right. um, you add to that sort of, you know, vocal sonic fabric. Um, it's wonderful to hear all these behind the scenes stories. Uh, but yeah, I will, I will let you guys go. I know we got other people on the line, uh, but good to see you all. Hope to see you all in STLV at some point in the near future. I certainly hope so. Chris, real quick before you go, what are you watching? Uh, because we, we see your Wii interface behind you. I'm just curious, like what's good. Uh, Uh, we got, we got, I think we got OG Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Super Mario 64, maybe. Good, yeah. Because yeah, I see then, the homebrew channel behind you. Yeah, homebrew channel, yeah. 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 I got my eyes some, on that. Yeah, do some By the mod. way, we're going to trademark Sonic Fabric for our next band name. So that was great. Right. I was yeah. going to say, Norman, so that was good. so brilliantly said, yeah. Chris. Yeah. So yeah. brilliantly said, yes. Love it. All right, Chris, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, we will see and you And thank soon. you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Good to see you. Hey, uh, Norman, real quick before we bring in our next caller, uh, if I can indulge, uh, ask the audience rather to indulge us, we have a little bit of uh, business to do. So we can take care of that business and then we will just get right back to, uh, you know, fun showbiz hijinks with our guest, uh, Julianne Grossman. So this week's show, as ever, is brought to you by Eagle Moss and their Star Trek bookshop. And a quick word from the officially authorized special edition books collection published by Eagle Moss and available online at the Eagle Moss shop. That's right, John. So please check out the exclusive Star Trek bookshop at herocollector.com slash books to discover a range of definitive visual guides that will go deep into the Star Trek history and canon, extensively researched and developed by Star Trek expert Ben Robinson. The Shipyard series presents a timeline of almost every ship that has ever appeared in the Star Trek TV shows and movies from the original series forward to Discovery and beyond. Books in the designing Starship series boldly go where few have gone before, deep behind the scenes into the conception, development, and detail of ships from every era. You'll even find comprehensive official Star Trek graphic novel collection there at herocollector.com books. There's something for every Star Trek fan of every generation. Plus, friends of Mission Log Live can use the code MISSION10 at checkout and receive 10% off all books and graphic novels. And by the way, remember, that doesn't just apply to Star Trek. That is literally everything in their shop. So to browse around the shop, visit herocollector.com books and use the promo code MISSION10 at checkout for 10% off. Uh, by the way, when we were uh, just doing that there's a comment here that i wanted to point out david in the chat says consider this majel barrett comes after julianne grossman so majel must work on the learnings of julianne (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I oh, like it. Logic, yeah. logic, logic. I Yikes. know. Yeah. Wow. That's that's some cutting edge stuff right there. Mine. That's right. Yes. Excellent. So hey. We, we get to welcome uh, one representative of the Paul demographic in the Mission Log audience tonight. So, Paul, welcome to Hi, the Paul. show. Greetings, all. How are you? Hey, Good to Paul. Meet you, Ju- Good to meet you, Julianne. It's fine yeah. to see uh, Norman, and his, he's, he's on fire tonight. <laughs> he is. He is. I, I've he never is. even, you know, this guy's amazing. I'm yeah, telling I asked him if he would just come and live with us for a while, just for a quick re- retort or quip whenever, you know, I needed one and some, you know, some, one wasn't handy because he's, uh, he's got the one-liners, I got to tell you. Her, yeah. I'm coming down off of a massive caffeine high. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's about two weeks worth, right? Yeah, yeah, since you moved. yeah, yeah right. you've been buzzed for a while. Um, I got a couple questions, actually. Um, do you use your, and, and I think the, I know the answer to this, Julianne, do you use your hands when you're reading, you know, like when you watch the voice actors for the big cartoon movies, you see them just, you know, going at it with their hands. And I know your dialogue isn't one for making you know, black alert. Uh, do you black use alert. your, do you, yeah, exactly. Do you, do, can you put it in different, can you give us that tone in a couple different ways without copyright infringement? Oh my God, listen to him. He's like, can you just please say black alert in my ear? This is what my Both ears. tone is going to say. Yeah, right. She said black alert. That's all it's going to say. Not loving wife. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, you, How about you know, gold alert? Here, I here I will tell you this. Listen closely. No, when I do when I do the voiceover, I give it to them in a couple different ways, and then they choose which style they want to use. So sometimes I'll read the line like, "Here's my script." Warning: Outer Shield Breach. Warning: Outer Shield Breach. But other times. There was no hand movement, I don't think, right? I didn't. Right. Norman, did you catch me? No. I didn't, unless it was so fast that I couldn't capture it with a human eye. Right. Right. But sometimes I give them a more sort of ephemeral, you know, like, warning, outer shield breach. So it's like a really kind of a ethereal, super calm kind of voice. Like you're dreaming it. Yes. Computers do dream. Or or maybe you dream it, Paul. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) but, but, but I, I don't know what, you know, they're not consistent. If you really go back and listen, I'm, I I think they're picking some takes from some style and some takes from other styles. I do always use my hands when I'm voice acting. Um, anything in animation if you're running down the street you're running down the street or if you're you know in a video game and you know you get hit you know you 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 do these physical things but again hate to disappoint but with, with with the computer voice it's just i am a machine you know i'm i i highly doubt that you're disappointing anyone it's like Particularly with this Certainly not now. <laughs> Particularly no. with this group. No, no. Maybe, um, yeah. maybe just prior, you know, in last step, <laughs> but, but not right now. Not right, right. now. Yeah, so, but, but, so, but that makes a really good point, Julianne, because if you give them uh, a variety of different inflections and tones and they use that on the ship's computer, that means the ship's computer does actually have some type of emotional percentage 
as they're answering or giving commands. That's oh, Norman. Again, very Norman. well. Emotional percentage is the name of my girl. Mm. Yeah, That's see, you're leading, in, you're leading yeah. into the second question of the night from Tarkus Paul here. Tarkus oh, I can't wait. This thing is exactly that. As, as you moved into the future, right, however many years were up there, 800, 1,000, who knows mm-hmm. how many, you do appear to become, like you have a personality when you, I believe it was the computer who asked, do you, is it time to watch a movie or some, some remember that piece where you, the crew's sorted down and it, the computer sort of senses that it's uh-huh. time for the movie, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is, uh-huh. is the computer becoming even more sentient as you move forward or are you learning from other, you know, more advanced computers? What's I going on know. there? I don't I think, know, Paul. I think there's Am something I? going on. <laughs> The off-camera lawyer won't let her answer that question, Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am beholden to CBS. Ah, to so we're on to something. Well, the question was worthwhile then, and it's been, been an absolute joy. I know there's a special caller sitting by um, uh, Norman and John, uh, Julia, and such a pleasure as always in the Paul Thank contingent. You, Paul. Here we Thanks are. So yeah. By, by the way, Paul, we're, we're getting a, a – you actually got a comment from Paul Troutwine saying great questions. So now it's just Paul on Paul. So we have is, Paul. It, is it only Paul's that can call in? There's oh, yeah, we, well, we, Chris. We have Chris's. We have and, Chris, and, but yeah. just Paul's? No, but there's four. There's at least four separate Pauls and from all over the place, and for some reason, it's just become you know. My father's name is Paul, so see, maybe he's close. about to call oh. in anytime yeah. soon. We'll see. They're the VIPs. Make yeah. your own assumption there. Pauls, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, and now they're feeding off each other, so it's a you yeah. know a Paulception. So uh, it's a thank Paul you very fast. much. It is. Right. Paul, thank you so much. We're for so appalling. In. See you guys. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye. Have a so great good. day. All right. How, how dare you upstage us, Paul? How dare you? <laughs> Our next caller has a lot to live up to then. So that will be Kevin. Kevin, who is on the line audio only tonight. And uh, what is on your mind, Kevin? Welcome to the show. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Kevin. Hello, I'm unmuted. Oh, you are now unmuted. Welcome to the show. Kevin! Oh my gosh, it's Julian, how you doing? <laughs> oh, it's it's wonderful, wonderful. By the way, uh, Julianne, there's another Paul, my son Paul. Your son Paul, of course. <laughs> yeah. Paul's are everywhere. This man calling in right now is the re- the reason I am in the voiceover business. Really? I'm not lying. (laughs) Okay, well, you you have to tell this story. Kevin was was my partner for many... I used to work at a health club in 1990... Okay, I don't want to... I'm 21 years old, everybody. Of course, yeah. But I learned to speak in utero. But in in 1990, uh, I was working at a health club as a manager, and I used to do uh, the recorded announcements. Today at Racquetball World, we'll be having, you know, this clinical trial. I mean, not a clinical trial, but like a, a new <laughs> clinical trial. I'm, my head is full of COVID. A health club, um, an emergency room, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But this man, Kevin, um, he came in one day to the club and he said, hey, so, you know, I do all of the on-hold messages for the gym, and you have such a nice voice. I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind auditioning for me uh, because I do a lot of on-hold messages. Cut to, we became partners for about a decade. 
Uh, and I got my start in doing uh, 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 facts on demand, phone banking, voicemail systems, automated attendance, which is, and, and all those concatenated voice prompts that say you have one dollar in your account. That's what I did. Which that was me, you? And she was, was and she was very And she's very animated in the booth, running from one end to the other, doing these voices. I saved all those voices. Yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Norman, but you have one dollar in your account. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I was the lady that everybody hated that said, please hold, a representative will be with you. Like, I'm the woman everyone hates. But oh, yes. it's, it's because of Kevin. <laughs> Well, thanks, Kevin. Uh, but he's the, Kevin, I love that you that you made God a call in tonight. Oh, I, I love seeing you. You you look wonderful. You look wonderful. Thank you. I can't see you. I'd love to see you. You sound wonderful. Well, you you wouldn't want to see me. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> okay, well, it's a family show. It's a family show. None of us are dressed from the waist down, Kevin. You're you're in good company. Kevin, are you still are you still in the uh, the rough and tumble world of professional voiceover at all? Or, uh, uh, just just a tad. I, I do voiceovers for a few banks and uh, credit unions, and that's it. All right. Well, that, it, Kevin, it Kevin, Kevin, it. do do one of your on hold voices. Oh, I can't wait. Come on. <laughs> Thank you for holding. We'll be with you in a few moments. Oh, I mean, come on! You too? Folks, thank you. Only, okay. on, only on Mission Log Live. You've got to know how to say thank you. <laughs> thank you. He's, he's the original. He's the original. No, wait a minute. You know the one that drives me insane, though? But it, like, it's clever, but it's it, it, dipping a little bit too much into that uncanny valley. You call Amtrak. Yeah. Call Amtrak and you'll say, okay, I need to make a reservation or I have a reservation that I need to change. And Julie, the very helpful automated voice on Amtrak, will try to be friendly with you and go, hmm, I didn't quite get that. Could you repeat it? Uh. And it's not like you need something that's a little more robotic. So you're not thinking like Julie is trying to befriend me or Pick Julie up is... on you. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Some of them are getting uh, so good that you are interacting with them and you don't want to. Right. See? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I God. sound like I'm on the phone with like that voice right now. Like I'm. <laughs> that you're is. On, you're oh, on oh with God. two of them. Two yeah. of them. Those I'm, having such an out, I'm having such an out of body experience right now. <laughs> out of body experience voices. You oh congratulations! You've just won a trip to the Bahamas. Oh, I mean, feel like I'm in the Matrix or something. Yeah, yeah. oh it's, my god! We're, we're, you know, we're part of the zeitgeist, and nobody even knows who we are. At, at least we hope not. So, yeah, hopefully yeah, they, they don't god. have our home addresses, or they will strangle us for keeping them on hold for so long. <laughs> Kevin, oh such my a god. pleasure to meet you, and thank you for calling in. Oh, this well, is. Uh, well, a, a well thank you for, for having Julianne on there. I'm, I'm, it's wonderful seeing her. It, uh, it, you, you look beautiful. Thank you, Kev. I love you to death. I love you. I love you. I love you. Stay well. I'll, be, I'll you, be visiting. Kevin, I'll can you give us a sign-off? Can you give us a professional sign-off before you go? Well, okay. And this is Kevin signing off. Ah, he's so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's amazing. So pro. So that pro. Incredible. He's I want to so quit. Pro. I want to quit what I'm doing right now. I'm just going to throw you <laughs> in the right? in the trash. I know. No, I know. Norman, the one-liners, you're good. You've got job security. It's all no, good. Uh, this is what drives us to drink. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, all right. Well, look, uh, Alan, I hate to do this to you. I mean, it's so much to live up to with our uh, calls tonight. So I, yeah, I don't no know pressure. if you've got, uh, you know, some, some voiceover magic to drop on us, but you are on, sir. Kevin, welcome all the way from the Lower Decks. Good to see you. <laughs> wow, Hello. that's a long way. Yeah. John, I, I can't tell you how surreal it was being literally on hold during that whole last bit. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say I, I I don't know if anyone is has covered this yet, but hello John, hello Norman, hello computer. <laughs> oh my God, I hate yeah. you. Perfect. Hello, hello mm. Alan. It is nice <laughs> to finally meet you. <laughs> I see you have quite a cast of characters behind you. <laughs> That's it's it's we're we're having a grand old time down here. <laughs> John, we're getting so upstaged on our own show. I know. Look, I, we're just we're gonna cut and we're gonna sell this as the mission log on hold experience. That'll be you can download it from iTunes for a buck ninety nine. Wow, you know, yeah. The lower the lower decks have uh, have superseded us, but mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta say it is nice to see you and nice to meet you, Alan. Alan Absolutely. S. Yes. Uh, Alan's, Alan's famous yeah. for um, uh, making all of the Star Trek memes for Mission Log. He is he has he quite is. the witty banter. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Those uh, those Riker memes are truly like. I feel like we should do a book at some point <laughs> when, when we're done with DS Nine. We just do the the best of, or maybe the complete series of the Riker I, memes. I just want I. I... I would be happy with a day of the week calendar. That would make me happy. <laughs> you got it. I we can make that, that happen. You know, John, you I keep... feel like our show hasn't arrived, like it hasn't published until we see Alan's meme. Yeah. Yeah. No, truly. No. Truly. Yeah. So we appreciate it. We look forward to good things this you week. You know, the unfortunate yeah. part about being involved in Star Trek is that all you people are, it's, it's, you just, you know, you're not funny. You're not bright. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't meet any astrophysicists when I was in yeah. Las Vegas. I didn't meet any. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, astro. You know. I, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I. No. No parallel universe theorists. You know. Yep. I, I didn't meet anyone. It's a shame that none of you have any creativity or brains. Um, I really wish you could, you know, just raise the game just a little bit. (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel any better, I I often pride myself on taking the most lazy, reductive take (laughs) on any given episode of Star Trek (laughs) as the basis for my thing. Like, sneak preview this week is probably going to involve Klingon snaps. Great. Ooh. See, that, that, that's the thing, though. I mean, uh, Norman I thought that and I, was a cookie, <laughs> I, I guess. Norman and I will prepare you know. for hours. We'll record for two hours. We'll try to knock it down to the best hour, hour and 15 minutes. You come along with about eight words, and you've done everything that needs to be done for an episode. You can't teach that kind of talent. No, no. you can't. No. You can't. No. Yeah. We'll try it and it's yeah, it's it's not not a good idea. <laughs> Klingon snaps though, they they do sound delicious. Dip them in a little oh, bit of blood yeah. wine and you got yourself mm-hmm. a snack. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A little sorry sugar. 
Maybe. <laughs> All right, maybe I tried. Could, I tried. I tried. Maybe you could serve them with root beer and a lump of ice cream. Ice cream. You're so good. You're so good. Alan, uh, any uh, questions or thoughts for our special guest tonight? I, I do. Um, yeah. You know, there's sort of a, a, a tradition in sci-fi of when you get the computer voice and a computer uh, sort of personality or intelligence, eventually the, the computer voice becomes real like i i know that's happened on like legends of tomorrow and i think it might have happened on kill you mean like when the ai when the ai takes over and it gets sentient yes yeah Yeah, alan i think yeah okay okay go ahead go ahead do you do you have any aspirations for appearing on the show yourself okay if if i had a nickel uh, uh-huh. If I had a nickel for every time everybody asked, do you want to be on camera? Do you want to do a walk on? Do you want, listen, Alan, yeah, what yeah. I want you to do right after this podcast is go meet with the writers. <laughs> okay. And just, and just have them write this whole, like, like you said, intelligence, the sentient being, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll be happy to give my dress size, you know, whatever. Just, just as soon as we're done here, just get on the phone with the writer. No, I, I have never done on camera in my entire life. Never, ever, really? ever, never, never, never. Uh, I've done voiceover for <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> um, and so before you could even talk. So, I mean, so in utero, yeah. learn to yeah, speak in yeah. utero. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have never done anything on camera. So, so to be to be honest with you, I I may let me drop this. I may be, uh, fingers crossed, um, at the Toronto convention in November. Great. And I'm sure by that time they will have written an enormous role for me. Um, so that I can just, you know, walk on because, they, you know, that's where they film and, and just, you know, be, no, I'm just kidding. I, I will hopefully be at the convention and be able to meet some of the actors again. But I, I, as per a walk on, you know, if they wanted me to do it, I would honestly probably jump up and down. Don't tell anybody, but um, I haven't done one. No. I, that, that's our next write, uh, letter writing campaign. That's, that's right. Our, that's, that's get right. on it. That's yeah. right. Start a Riker meme on that, Alan. Let's get to work. Well, exactly. Yeah. From from the experience of our uh, dear dear President Cronenberg, apparently just being in Toronto is like half the qualifications. That's for- that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. So either be in Toronto or be a famous director or both if you can hack it. But right. That's yeah. Yeah, so, I got to work on my famous director skills. Get on that, Julian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no problem. No problem. Way, no, people, no taken. People in the chat really enjoying this. Klingon snaps, enjoy them or you will have no honor. And I then, saw that. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah, and then I love Carlos says, Klingon snaps sold by the Girls Warrior Club. <laughs> and uh, says, they will meet their quota. And, this, so, and you see, this is a whole different, like, uh, direction that I was going from with snaps. I, I know, but is it Thin Mints or is it Klingon snaps tonight? I don't know. <laughs> right. You know, it's a I, tough call. It is cookie buns. <laughs> I could have said, let's just put it this way. I could have said the Klingon dozens as well and gone in a whole different, you know, 
Yeah, but you didn't. And that's the genius of you. So. So oh, funny. Uh, Alan, any other uh, parting thoughts? And then we'll, uh, we'll say hit our next caller. No, that I, it's, it, it is a pleasure to get to, to talk with you, Julianne and uh, Norman, John, as always, it's fun. And we'll uh, see what happens on Thursday. Oh, I can't wait. Man. Can't wait, my friend. I, I have to wait. find out where to find your memes. I need to become a fan of your memes. Mitchell oh, Tom. yeah the mission log Facebook page and Twitter feed. Okay. Yes. I will be, I will, I will scout that out. Not I that know. I don't already know all about it. Cause, well, yeah. cause I do. <laughs> I see, you know, but yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Alan, take care. You have a great night. Okay. Bye Alan. Yeah. Take care. And then uh, rounding out the show tonight, happy to welcome back John, John Arminio. Arminio. How are you tonight? I'm great. Thanks for having me back. Hi, on John. Hello. How are you? I am. I am so good. I'm great. Thank you for, I'm happy thank you to for be here. talking with us. I appreciate. Thank it. you for listening. Thank you. This is her favorite Monday night podcast yeah. appearance this week. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. This is the favorite time I've been on Mission. Uh, exactly. Uh, my, my favorite time. It's my exactly. Favorite time. Ours too. To yeah, be quite honest, it's my yeah. favorite time being yeah. on. <laughs> John, what's on your mind tonight? <laughs> Yeah, I just had a question for Julianne. You said you um, were kind of surprised uh, to find that you had been cast uh, as the computer, like in your third recording session. But I was just wondering, you know, you've worked with like Star Wars properties and and DC and even with Mel Brooks. So I was wondering if any of those roles like intimidated you going in. Oh, is that is that the question? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> oh oh yeah. Oh oh yes yes. Being in a you know how they record animation? It's a horseshoe. Yeah. Right. And then there's one. There's uh, there's everybody's on a mic, but it's sort of in a horseshoe pattern. And to have Mel Brooks at 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 the center, have Joan Rivers, God bless her soul, right across from me, honest to God, and Dom DeLuise oh, right wow. next wow. to her. Uh, yeah. I was just a little bit intimidated and um, I, I did all of the um, female characters in Spaceballs, except for Daphne Zuniga's and, and Joan Rivers. Um, and um, seeing her come in and, and I'm so, I was such a huge fan of hers and, uh, uh, and then having performing with Mel and, uh, yes, I was, I was intimidated. Not to mention the incredibly talented group of actors that I was working with: D. Bradley Baker, and you know all these just fantastically talented, you know, actors. Uh, yeah, it was intimidating. Uh, I mean, you know, it was. I, I, I worked on um, the Life and Times of Tim. Uh, I was a, a recurring character on that show. Uh, Steve Dildarian's show and you know one day Alfred Molina comes in one day Penny Marshall came into the booth with us and 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 I never do this but I was like can I please get a picture with you Penny I mean like I, I you know I just <laughs> who wouldn't I mean right? I mean yeah, who right. wouldn't right um and I'll tell you I'll tell you a funny story about that um Joan Rivers 
said to me during that, do I have, do I have 60 seconds to tell this story? Do I have yeah, all the time, time in the world? world. Oh yes. my God, you're mm-hmm. so cute. But unfortunately I got to go though, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, during, during space balls, it was during the presidential elections. Uh, no, it was during the primaries. It was in mm-hmm. March during the primaries and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama were both, you know, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, they both were being primaried at the time, you know, in the state of California. And Joan Rivers says to me, because I was talking politics with somebody. I'm really, I really um, love politics for some reason. And she said, oh, my God, I, I just don't know who to vote for. Oh I, you God. know, I was going to vote for Obama. But, but I heard that he swore on a stack of Korans. And I, just, and I said, Joan, that is not true. That is not true. I said, I, I, I'm going to vote for Hillary in the primary, but even though I ended up being a big Barack Obama supporter, but not to disenfranchise any other fans who, who, you know, uh, have different political views. But, but I told her, I said, no, it's, that's not true. He didn't, he did not, that is a propaganda smear. And she said, Oh my God, I'm going to give you my email. I said, I did a whole report on it. I, 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 I scoped it out. I, I looked at it. I can send you a full report on this. She said, will you send it to my email? Because I, I was really going to vote for him. I said, you can vote for him. It's okay. And so that was, so I have Joan Rivers' personal email address. Uh, and look at that. This, and you, you did day. it. You did a service where you, where you, you took somebody out of the, the morass of non-critical thinking and, and belief in a conspiracy, et cetera, and brought that you elevated Joan Rivers by mm. presenting some good, hard evidence and rational thought. That, well, that this, is a service. Well, that's very kind of you to say. I mean, I, like I said, I voted for Hillary, but she, she clearly wanted to vote for Obama in the primary. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. You vote for Obama. He did not swear on a, yeah. on a stack of Korans. That is not true. Um, and I did. I sent her a whole <laughs> article about that. Um, I have more stories. But yes, to answer your question, um, definitely have been uh, intimidated, uh, especially, especially by just other rank-and-file working voice actors who are so unbelievably i got to work with mark hamill i was um uh this is not going to sound good for me but i don't care i was the original <laughs> Catwoman on arkham asylum 2 ah, oh, uh yeah. and um and then there was a, a, a two-face and a mr freeze and and we and we came for the very first um session and they were recording and doing all you know and i got to meet mark hamill and and um, that was completely amazing. And then they fired all three of us and went with people that were like 28,000 years younger. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it's like the one, but, um, but meeting Mark Hamill, uh, was, you know, yeah, that's, that that's was amazing. Pretty amazing. But working with just regular everyday, you know, these, these hardworking animation voice actors, boy, you got to wake up early. You really do. They're amazing. I I do find that a lot. Like if I'll watch a great DC animated movie or, or play a video game and look up the IMDb for who did that voice, and it's like, oh, this person has been in 
eight dozen other great video game roles that I've never learned the name because yeah, they are a rank and file great working actor. And that's right. So I so thank you for shouting them out and thank you for that wonderful Joan Rivers impression. <laughs> I, 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 I love her. So so thank you for treating us to that. <laughs> Yes. Uh, it's it's my pleasure, and I'll and I'll I'll also mention that um, that uh, I know Melissa Rivers um, um, fa- fairly well because uh, I am involved in suicide prevention advocacy. Mm-hmm. Um, I attempted suicide many years ago and was um, committed to a psychiatric hospital. I got better and did what any sane person would do. I wrote a comedy about it. Mm-hmm. And um, my show ended up, you know, getting an NBC deal and all this crazy stuff. But I got involved with a suicide prevention center called the Dee Dee Hirsch Suicide Prevention Center. And Melissa Rivers, uh, being as though her father committed suicide, is uh, very, very active and very involved in the Dee Dee Hirsch Suicide Prevention Center. And uh, for anybody out there who is struggling, at all during these difficult times, uh, Dee Dee Hirsch Suicide Prevention Center. They're the crisis hotline, at least in Los Angeles, and they're an amazing organization. So I just want to say that. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, I think <laughs> drop that, ball uh, drop. No, seriously, <laughs> I, I think that's the the, the perfect place to uh, to say good night. And John, thank you for calling in, and uh, hope to My see pleasure. you again thank soon you. as well. Cheers. Take care. You too. Uh, Julianne, thank you yes. so much. I love for... how that's closing out the show. Like we, I, I, I on, think... we, we, we end on. Uh... <laughs> well, you know, we, every now and then we'll we'll hit a serious topic on mission logs. So, yes, uh, and like rarely do we ever life. like rarely do we ever have like uh, such a powerful uh, public service announcement because I think that yeah. what you're doing is so un- unbelievably noble and 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 necessary, uh, especially now. Um, yeah. Bravo for sharing your story with us and and uh, and bringing us some um, you know uh, awareness to that. Thank for you for sure. Yeah, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. So with that, with Mission that. Log Mission Log Live is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer Rod Roddenberry. Technical production on Mission Log Live by the incontestable Earl Green. Be sure to visit podcast.roddenberry.com for the latest from Roddenberry Podcast. If you'd like to support Mission Log directly, give us a look at patreon.com slash mission log. Thank you to everyone who joined us live or later. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We look forward to talking with you again very soon. I'll miss you next week, guys. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.